Are you kidding? I've got your seatbelt on? No. All right. I'll fuck myself. Cool. <laughs> that song actually is like nails Episode eighty eight. That sounds like nails on a chalkboard. Eighty eight. Episode eighty eight. Stick and rink podcast brought to you by sports entertainment industry from the hockey podcast network uh one of the moguls of the multimedia universe uh ruler and emperor of everything good and everything great uh we're here my name is elijah i'm one of the co-creators of stick and rank podcast and really this brand and uh josh i got one thing my josh my co-host my best friend Best friend B, sorry. <laughs> Raph's my other best friend. I was going to say, too. I'm like, don't do Raffle like yeah, that. Yeah, I won't do. I'll, I'll never try and take that title. I him. won't do 10-year Raph dirty like that. Yeah. Raph's, Raph's A1. Josh is learning how to skate, though. Raph is too. Shit, he's matching He's shot for shot. Yeah. Ra- Josh, I got one thing to say, though. What's up, buddy? Raph is sus, dude. Oh, harder, baby. Raph is sus. <laughs> so sus, dude. I saw him in electrical <laughs> dude, before I, the body was there. I played you guys so hard so many times yesterday. I I don't. You did not play me hard at any point. I died first in every single round, or I just got voted out for no fucking reason first every single round. So I was not part of any loss. For the listeners that don't know what the hell we're talking about, we're talking about the game Among Us. Which is literally, to me, face value, is the game Mafia. Yeah, the card game Mafia, thank you. On steroids and more fucking heated than I've ever seen it before. Yeah. And it was a fucking blast. It was sick. First time playing it yesterday. We're a little late to the party on that this game. We're I'll not, admit. though. So We're not? Not really. We're kind of late to the party. It's been really? like... Well, yeah. it's been like a viral thing for like a month now. No, a few months. A few months. At hey, least, but yeah. you know what though? That Streamers. was the same thing for me with Fortnite. And then, you know. dude, do you remember when the word streamer used to meant like those little like cheap paper things they'd have for parties? Yep. Now it means something completely yeah, different. Like balloons and streamers. Yeah. Like that was like a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Shit. But thoughts, dude. Dude, that game was so fucking funny. Yeah. And first time playing it, like. I can see why people get addicted. I can see why people get heated. But dude, like the amount of sensitivity, bro. Like bro, there you, are some people. When you accuse someone of being an imposter, like they get pissed and they're like, you know how many times I heard yesterday? Fucking vote me out, see what fucking happens. Everyone <laughs> votes for him. And he's like, You guys are fucking idiots. Yeah. And like that. And like they actually do not talk. Not because they can't, but because they're actually so angry. <laughs> yeah. It's actually good. It's a good design of the game to not be able to talk because you need time to vent after that. Yeah. They're, they're, Unintended or what? Hey, hey, I vented for the first time today. I because we we must have played twelve games last night. I didn't get to be imposter once. All I just <laughs> got was you got killed. You got killed. You got killed. Like I'm not even kidding. Like Elijah Dude. probably got murdered of those like how many games do you think we played? Full 10 of us. I'd say at least like 15. Fi- yeah. 15 games? Yeah, 100, 15, 100%. We played Holy a lot. Fuck I'm going to say of like those 15 to 20, I'd say like 12 of those, you were killed in the first like three minutes. I made it okay. to the end one game. Elijah would be <laughs> such a fucking... 
you would just okay. Well, there was one time you're like, you're like, why does my screen say imposter? No, okay. And then and I then did that as a joke. Yeah, I, you don't fucking joke about die. that. And then what do you mean? I dude? ran up to the button. I hit emergency meeting. I'm like. Elijah, I just let it play, and then Elijah didn't say anything. It like, wasn't you that obvious, said, dude, dude. I was so obvious. The way I was so tired, I was so tired, and I heard that. I'm like, wait, I'm like, I did that early on in the night. There? That was like the second or third round. Yeah, yeah. was it? Oh. Yeah, the game and started, the, and I was like, you're an imposter. Okay, yeah. <laughs> And I'm like, okay, that's. I fucking thought it was hilarious because I didn't even try and defend myself out of that. Everyone was like, "Oh my god, he said it!" I'm like, yeah. "Fucking idiot!" So I was just joking, but whatever. You yeah. can't, you can't pull that card though. You got to take everything at face value. Yeah, yeah whatever. Exactly. And then I think face value, like, you're the one fucking around on everyone's mind, dude. Yeah, man, it's just who I am as a person. See? Yeah, dude. No, but the what's it called? I think one of my favorite parts was um, you kept getting ejected from the space station. Because everyone thought that you were the imposter, or you kept dying or something like that, or you getting yeah. ejected because everyone thought Both you were the imposter. And yeah. and then you call a meeting like ten rounds in, and you're like, "Hey guys, just wanted to say hi." This was the, be- the <laughs> beginning, the beginning like, of one of the first. Everyone's ga- like, yeah, "That's what? fucking sus." Like first thirty seconds of the game, I was no. so dumb, no, dude. No one had that. died. No one had died. I was literally just called me. I was like, "I just want to talk." I think you guys all like, voted me out. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, shut the fuck up, Elijah. We don't want to deal with this. Get you out of this ship. Guys are fucking triggered. Oh my god. Um. That was sick yesterday. I, I was telling uh, Liam about this today where I have never been so mad at him. I love Liam. I think he's great. I've never been so mad at him. Than Dude. That, yeah, I was full on yelling at him Dude, at one point. Dude, there was like a five. Okay, so to set the story I love, here, I to set the background, Liam gets. like there was a five minute like interval of like we're all just chilling in the pregame lobby and everyone's just running around. We could start the game at any time and Liam and Raph are just fucking at each other's <laughs> throats. I'm like, one of these guys is going to go over to the other one's house and kill the other one. Yeah. Like, there's only one way to settle it, and that's in the fucking streets. You know what so, it was? It so, was it was two PC gamers who got their fucking, their soaking wet bedpans in a knot. And got who mad at each ended other. up being the, I think it was me. No, the, I, I the imposter that round, I think, was you and Willie. <laughs> but what happened was, because I was walking by navigation, which is on the far right side, and I saw someone hop into a vent. So a vent is like a way that an imposter quickly travels across the map, but you yeah. have to jump in and jump out of it. And I saw a green person go in. And then I was like, I ran, I called an emergency meeting. I'm like, hey, I just saw a green vent. Uh, I was like, I think it was light green, who was my friend Austin. And Liam's like, no, no, it couldn't have been light green. It had to be, it had to be dark green. So I'm like, okay, Liam's got Austin's back. Yeah. So we voted out dark green because we saw a green vent. We know one of them's the imposter. Right. And then I think uh, we were in storage later or something and all the doors shut and then they opened and I walked past the electrical room and I saw Liam and Austin come out of the electrical room. So I went in and I saw a dead body. I'm like, you guys both came out of this fucking room and didn't report this body. That's and then yeah. so sus. And then I, I was like, I was like, Liam had Austin's back before Liam and Austin didn't report the body. Liam and Austin are the imposters. So and I convinced everybody in the game that they were and we ejected them slowly. Now, I think the other thing is, though is like of of all 10 of us the most sensitive was Liam. Liam yeah, you get Liam. It. I love how invested. <laughs> Liam got senti, dude. You like, need he, someone like that in a game like Among Us. But dude, like it was like I'm like, dude, I'm like chill out. Like, I just was, wanted to vote him off. Yelling, he was Irish. As he was fuck. yelling, not even at you. Like, okay, if he yells at you, fine. Like, you guys are friends, but like, your two buddies who he had never talked to before. <laughs> no, he games with them, doesn't he? No, uh, okay. that was his first time meeting Austin and Garrett. Yeah, okay, Austin and Garrett. 
like I've never met them before, like same yeah. time as Liam. And this guy is actually rattled. And I'm like, dude, like it's a fucking game. Like you get voted it's kind out, of fun like, though. Relax. No, you it's need something of, like you, that. You need yeah. to get fired up. You need something like that. Yeah. But I'll just say if fucking Garrett's out there listening, I got one thing to say to you. Don't ever say that it's your ship. Like this guy <laughs> had one saying every time he'd vote someone else, he'd always say right when the discussion started, he'd say, you, J-Camps, get off my ship. <laughs> and he would just start the momentum. The ball would be rolling. He'd say it to me. He'd be like, easy, get off my ship. And before you know, you have eight votes against you. <laughs> so, Garrett, if you're out there, fuck you and your ship. Dude, the highlight, of my, dude, the highlight of my night, though, was when... Uh, so, I was the imposter. And, like, there was, like, a little bit of stink on me saying, like, dude, like... Josh might be it, but Josh like he's not, he's not saying much, but he's like being sus. Yeah. So Jordan's like, dude, like I got him. I got him. Like I'll just stick with him. So like we go into a room and just him and I chop his head off. <laughs> and I hear him like, mm. <laughs> Jordan can't get over the mic and I just start laughing. I'm like, I can't do this. My, one of my favorite parts was uh, we were playing and Bailey, somebody accused Bailey of something like of just acting weird the round before. And then it was me, Bailey, and someone else in a room together, and I was the imposter. <laughs> and I just killed this random guy, reported the body, and I was like, Bailey did it! <laughs> yeah. Bailey killed him! And everyone just voted out Bailey immediately. <laughs> no questions asked. Yeah. Holy shit. All right, guys. Uh, that was probably horrible radio for anyone that listening. There's way too many names that you don't know being thrown out. Yeah. I thought it was good. I thought it was funny. It was a fun time. If you haven't played the game, you got to check it out. Yeah. Download on your phone. Get your friends going. Yeah, free I taught, on your phone, hey? Yeah, I taught my girlfriend how to play today. She was loving it. If you ever yeah. need to distract a girlfriend for five hours, probably, that's the way to do it. Yeah. I think they'll have a girl's night doing it eventually. They'll start Among playing. Us. And, oh, you thought you thought our friends get mad, dude? Imagine, like, each girl with, a, like, a glass of wine, <laughs> like, one calling another one a liar. Like, you fucking bitch. <laughs> Like that is actually now that I'm thinking about it, that's not a game for all girls to play. No, that's sick, dude. That because they don't trust. No, it'd be actually be sick because they don't trust anyone. Yeah, girls dude. After this, anyone. after this game would be over, she'd come and be like, "Listen, we can't, we can't go on a double date with these people. Like, I don't, don't trust them at all." Yeah, seriously. I'd be like, "What the fuck, dude? Like he, like, they're a fucking liar, my like, dude. It's a game." She'd be like, "No, no, no. He's sus." I'd be like, "Oh, he's sus." Yeah. <laughs> no way. So, a uh, little news. Sorry, I got to jump in. What's your news? What was your news? Well, I was going to try and move us along here. I see. Unless you're doing the same thing. Uh, little news. I've got a lot of listeners that keep messaging me asking for updates on this each week, so i got to give them updates. Uh, on the what? On Megan and I's Volleyball League. So week two today, <laughs> Megan, and, Megan and I are playing co-ed beach volleyball twos. She's new to the sport. We're officially 0-4. We lost another two games today. That's a tough look. Yeah. Do you think you're bringing down the team? I played like absolute hot garbage today. <laughs> like I look like a fucking lost puppy. I look like I look like I forgot my fucking glasses and blind stick at home. <laughs> like that's how bad I looked out there. Really? She was good. She was okay for like what her level is. She played well. Yeah. And I just played like absolute doo doo butter. Dude, I had a girl message me today. Yeah. Asking me. So, last episode we were talking about, um, like. Best in or goats and votes of summer, like our summer. Votes yeah. was I brought up Stampede. Yeah. And then I said, Hey y'all with Cheerios. So this girl messages me. And I'm just like, I'm shaking my head. Like I kind of laugh and I'm like, no, I'm like, you're a moron. She's like, Do you actually like mix hey y'all with Cheerios? Like, that's fucking gross. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, no. I'm like, did I have Cheerios with a hey y'all on the side? Yes. yes. 
Yes, I did. Mm. Yeah. And then she asked me, she's like, oh my God, like, I'm going to have to listen to your podcast. So you know who you are if you're listening to this episode. We'll talk about it when I see you next. Yeah, we'll bring, we'll bring you on. But the episode are. that I always the person who That's to. probably the person who does Josh's fan club. See, that's what I said too, because she's like, yeah, I was talking to someone saying that I should check out this episode. Oh, and I'm like, who are you talking I'm like, to? who was it? And she's like, don't worry, it's not the person that runs your page. And oh, I'm like, man. I'm like, that's fucking we sus ne- right we there. We never forget. Yeah, that's sus, dude. Yeah. So, Everything is so sus. So the days. one episode, though, like whenever a female asks like what episode they should listen to, I copy and paste the Mother's Day episode over and over. I'm that's, like, yeah. I'm like, enjoy my life story. That's money. And here you go. That's money. And your and your mom, Michelle, is hilarious. So it's yeah. always brownie points. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know what I realized about Josh? Hmm. Every single episode, he's like, he always says, he's like, he'll always make a reference to somebody who he spoke to. Me. He's like, if you, you, you know, you'll hear this when you're listening. Yeah. Or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Always. Well, he used to, when we first started, he'd always be like, and you Bailey, you know, you're out there. I'm like, yeah, dude, no one knows who he is. Like, <laughs> maybe just say like ambiguously. Yeah. <laughs> a yeah. bit more, a bit more cool, but more yeah, mysterious. Exactly. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So we're on four just so you guys all know. I'll yeah. keep you updated. That's it's every Tuesday. Look. We're, uh, we're working on some things. Don't worry. Okay. Uh, move us along, Josh. Do you want a true champion's perspective? Well, come on over to the Bolts broadcast, where we talk about the Tampa Bay Lightning, have some friendly banter, and of course, hockey name of the day. If you pronounce it, you can get it. Anthony Nunschwander. Ah, you didn't pronounce it right. Anthony? Anthony Nunschwander. It's it's N-E-U-E-N. It's Neunschwander. Anthony Neunschwander. Dude, I always slept in German class, so I don't know... I don't know how you expected me to put that together. Come on. You only took it for four years. I took it for two. Took it for two years? Oh, no. Jay don't yeah. took it that long. I, I took it for two years and was, like, asleep in all of German, too. Oh, you, you, you only took it in, in uh, junior high. You didn't take yeah. it in high school at all. No. Yeah, she sent us across the hallway, and it was, like, me and, I don't know, five other people, and all we did was just goof off because it was an empty room of just us while she was too busy yelling at you guys because you guys were a terrible class. <laughs> no, uh, we weren't a terrible class. A couple people were terrible people. Uh, not going to mention names. Not going to call it anybody in this pod. It was Chase Crawshaw. It was 100% <laughs> not me. Oh, boy. I know a couple of those names, but, uh, yeah, it's a good point, Chase. We won't mention those here. New episodes every Monday. Only on the Hockey Podcast Network. Uh, the NHL Draft. We are a hockey podcast. We are always a hockey podcast. So we said last episode that we don't really give a shit about like the draft and everything like that. In terms, especially like, this year. Well, uh, this year especially. Yeah. yeah. Because not, like, not, not meaning, sorry, like mostly this year. Not that it's a bad draft class, but like we barely have anything to say. But we do have some sort of opinion on certain players. A couple. Just a couple. Like literally three. I have two, you have one, correct? Yeah. Do you want to kick us off or do you want me to? You, you have two. Like naturally, you go. All I'm going to say is Jamie Drysdale. Like the hype around this kid, I cream my jeans more than I do about Bowen Byron. This kid's nice. No way. He's actually, he's should actually we send the, pretty Should good. we send the Ducks guys a little snippet here? Well, that's the thing. 30 seconds? So what should they expect from Drys? Honestly, from no idea what the scouting report is. I remember <laughs> just watching him at the World Juniors. This guy was actually dominant. I'm pretty sure he was on the first pairing on that team. Um, But I also like the addition just because like Anaheim, like they already have a pretty good blue line. Mm -hmm. Um, And Drasdale, I think is going to slot in nicely. Um, So I'm really excited. I didn't think he would actually fall to Anaheim. 
He went eighth. I thought it was sixth. Or sixth. I thought, but dude, he was supposed to be top five. Yeah. And yeah. so to me, that's a steal. Oh, yeah. Second one that I want to talk about, fucking Cole Perfetti, dude. This kid's gross. Like, he's actually like a fucking sniper. Um, Give me a little centerman. Cole Perfetti breakdown. I'm thinking my first instinct, I don't. I know nothing about scouted players. I'm literally like, unless the Canucks have a top five pick, I know fucking ass about yeah, it. I'm going to guess that he is, who was the, uh, there was a player in a recent draft class who was super small and he got drafted. It was, was it? Uh, yes. Yes. And he was like Montreal. the best goal scorer, but he's like 5'9". Yeah. That's what I f- feel like Cole Perfetti is. So Cole Perfetti, uh, what do they have to say about him? He finished second in OHL scoring the season. He put up 37 goals and 74 assists. So 111 points in 61 games. That's all right. So, yeah, that's pretty nice. <laughs> And the fact that he didn't even play a full fucking what's season. His, what's, his, uh, what, what's his physique like? What kind of physique um, is this guy repping? He's smaller. Like, he's like 5'10". Fuck yeah. Uh, hey, Raph? I'm trying to think What? Here. A little 5'10 action. Oh, yeah. Sniper, outstanding wrist shot. Uh, projection comparison. Is he a right-hander or a left-hander? Do you know? Perfetti's game is reminiscent of Nick Suzuki. <laughs> Garbage. Mind. Yeah, okay. Fuck you. <laughs> um... Yeah, so he was a big part of Canada's 2021 entry at the World uh, the World Juniors. So, yeah. So, honestly, I think, like, just pure goal scorer, I think that's what Winnipeg needs. Um, mm. But the fact that he fell to number 10, that's wild. I was going to say, I don't think that's what Winnipeg needs, but I was going to bring up the, the kind of uh, conversation of what do you do when you have a team need but there's a player on the board who's not that team need who's better. Well, I think he's the best player on the board. Do you go best player on the board or do you go team need? Mm, just ask the Dallas Cowboys. Like they'll always go wide with, receiver. The, with the biggest name. They'll, the fa- go they'll the go with the name. fastest wide receiver. They'll go with Zeke. They'll go with the best wide receiver. Like I think you have to go with the best player. Like if you like if everyone's like, holy shit, I wish they had like if everyone wants your pick because like this kid fell like dude, like if. Lafreniere fell today to what three to like three uh who had three Tim Stuchel at, at uh Ottawa like let's say Byfield Stuchel or whatever the fuck Stutzel. um I don't know how to say it. yeah whatever anyway to me like what is like any team that needs a defenseman like let's say he fell to 14 to the Oilers let's just hypothetically say oh, yeah no I know but okay. just hear me out yeah because we all know that the Oilers need defensemen but Lafreniere's there. What are you going to do? You're, you're, you're going to pass him up again? No. No, you're going to take him. Like, it's one of those things where, you know, like to me, New York is in dire need. So I think like they need offense, defense, any top five team, they need something. They're going to take the best player available because It'll no matter what somewhere. player it is, it's going to benefit their team because they're that bad that they're at the bottom of the table. Yeah. But. It's, I find it me. definitely interesting for a team like New York, especially this year where they just get lucky and get the lottery ball pick. Um, yeah. Because I, they're not quite in dire need. Like, they, they, they made the playoffs this year. They were a force. Yeah. Like, they've got, in terms of names, dude, they got Panarin, you got Zabinijad, you got Capo Kako, you got yeah. Jacob Truba, you got, got all got these guys. I mean, do you have a goalie? Yeah, they got they got a couple goalies. Shesterkin. Yeah. They got a Russian. 
That's yeah. pretty nice. I think though, like to be honest, like now you can fully tell that New York is in that full rebuilding stage. Like letting go of Lundquist was like I think like it, you got to move on. Like he was like yeah. that last piece of like, well, we always have Lundquist. We always have Lundquist. Uh, uh-uh. like at some point you just need to let go of the past. Like kind of like the Canucks with the Sedins. Like they knew they needed to make room for like all these guys that they were going to be drafting like Hughes, Patterson, like the future, like you can't just hang on to these guys forever. Yeah. Like you have to let them go. I do like that. Yeah, I do. I do. Uh, I got, I've pick? got one player that I want to talk about. It's the goalie. It's a uh, first name, something Askarov. Okay. The Russian 18 year old Russian guy. Where did he go? Uh, he went to the Nashville Predators, I think at number 12, okay. number 11 or 12. Yeah. And um, I just kind of want to bring up the conversation of goaltenders because the league has changed. The league has changed a lot, Josh. Yeah. And we used to live, we used, back in my day, we used to live in a society where rookies had to earn their keep mm-hmm. and they, you know, they'd be brought up. You get like a couple games, they'd pay their dues in the minors. They get brought up around 2021 20, yep. and they get their shot and maybe, you know, like eased in. Yeah. Not anymore. Hell no. Now your first round pick of your top 15 pick, you're most likely getting a crack right out of you're camp. You're going to try and make the team. You're trying to make the team right out of camp. Yeah. And if you don't, you're trying to get called up first year. Yeah. Like that is just, that's the bar. I agree. That you're set. Uh, goalies, it's always been different. It's, I mean, go back to Carey Price. Like how long did it take for him to be Carey Price? Yeah. Like years, years. Even yeah. Thatcher Demko, guy's 24. Mm-hmm. And he was, he's, this guy's a touted prospect for the last three years. Like mm-hmm. we've known about him for time. Yeah. I mean, we can keep going. There's tons of guys. But I mean, with the world, with, with the sporting world changing and, and the way we look at, at young guys and, and kind of rookie contracts, every aspect of it, is there a time and a place for rushing a goaltender? Yeah. I mean, it's an interesting one because, you know, you think of, goalies in the past i don't know like price was in the 08 draft oh he, ooh. was it 08 i think it's i know i think it's like 06 yeah it could have been the 06 i'll look um, it up you can keep going but he went fifth overall flurry went one in the 03 or went two i think in the 03 draft okay um but it's it's i find that it's rare to see goalies actually go in the first round at all all the time. It's just so rare. Because it's like you can get a good goalie in the second or third round, I would say. Yeah. So, and the, like w- to me, when I see a goalie go in the first round, that means that this guy is legit and he's going to make an instant impact on the team. Now, when you say he went to Nashville, mm-hmm. um, so you've got Pekka you've got UC Soros. And now you've got what's what's this guy's name? Uh, this guy is is Askarov. I, I should I should just Askarov. look at his first name and stop sounding like a fucking bum on this podcast. Okay, so Askarov. So where does he kind of fit in? Like Yaroslav, Yaroslav Askarov. Askarov. There you go. So, so where does he fit in? Might you ask? So where does he fit in into Nashville? Like if you're gonna if I'm not gonna say waste, but if you're gonna put a first round pick on a goaltender, now you've got three guys here. And, you know, is this kind of Nashville's way of saying, like, Kate, we're going to keep Soros, we're going to draft this Askarov kid, and we're going to let Rene walk when we expand next year? 
Like, is this like Rennie's kind of last dance, so to speak, in Nashville? Like, is this the last we've seen of him in, the, in I, that uniform? I would say that is exactly what this is. I mean, I, Ren- think, I think the game plan now becomes for the Nashville Predators is that you've got perfect expansion protection mm-hmm. in the fact that, that you'll go into this year with a perfect one-two system. I mm-hmm. mean, who knows who your your guy come playoff time is whoever's hot at the time. Yeah. But you've got a very good one-two punch to get you through a regular season. Like, totally. Like, I would I would say that the National Predators are more comfortable with average Pecorine and upcoming UC Saros than they were with Vesna caliber Pecorine. Because Vesna caliber Pecorine was playing 68 games a year. Yeah. And he was burning on his and he was not playoff good. No. Whereas the two of them, they have two options where if one's not good, they've got another chance. Mm-hmm. And I think that the strategy then becomes in the offseason, like you said, you expose Pekka. I mean, he's probably got a big contract coming along or you with him. Trade too. him. Or trade him. And get something for him. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then and then by the by the time that happens, now you've got Yaroslav Askarov, he'll be nineteen. And where this leads me into is that a guy like Carter Hart, like I came in at twenty, dude. True. He's True. 20, 20 year old Golden. You don't hear about that shit. Anymore. No. And like, that's another, yeah. And Carter Hart actually is the perfect example. Like, to me, like, people are comparing Carter Hart, like, next Olympics. Like, he's supposed to be on that he's team. He's projected. Like, yeah. Price is obviously still going to be the starter projected. But there is a good to fair chance that if Philadelphia keeps rolling the way that they do, like, Price is going to be 34 when those Olympics roll around and Hart's going to be, what, 23, 24? You know, like, that's. It's very in the cards for Hart to start. And when did he get drafted? He was a first rounder. Must have been, right? Yeah, 100% he was. Um, I think he was a late first round or a mid first rounder, I would say. I think he probably went like 16th to 20th. Um, well, yeah, this is this is the hot. They're saying that the that Yaroslav is kind of the hot, most highly touted prospect since Carey Price. So he, he's getting more hype than. Really? Yeah. And Carter Hart was drafted in the second round. 48th overall. Holy shit. It's crazy. I, I understand why teams are hesitant to draft goalies. Yeah. But at the same time, I mean, you have a guy like Carter Hart going in the second round, and he's now he's considered a franchise goalie. Mm-hmm. That's what he is. He's a franchise goalie in a, in a league where you need two. But, I mean, it's not completely dead yet having one dominant goalie. Yeah, and, I mean, I think you also look at another guy is um, Ilya Samsonov. Yeah. This guy went first round 22nd overall, and he there just jacked Holtby's job. So... So we're definitely the age is definitely coming down that you bring them in. But you know what really worries me, dude? <clears throat> like Russia has always been like so forward heavy, yeah. In terms of like when you think of that Olympic team, mm-hmm. but like now you've got Samsonov, you've got this Askarov kid. If he pans out, like dude, like Russian goaltending, man, it's coming up nice. It is. You know, like when you look at like old Russian goaltenders, Bobrovsky is obviously one that comes to mind. Remember, remember Nabokov. Evgeny Nabokov for for the Sharks, that guy was yep. fucking lights Nikolai out. Happy Bulin, Happy Bulin, like Let's dude, go. like yeah. There there's a couple of them. There so. is. Um, speaking of goaltenders, and speaking of sorry, not speaking of goaltenders, speaking of Russians and countries, I did have a question just about drafts mm-hmm. and kind of your perspective on on where like just on average, not even don't even use any lo- like any numbers or statistics on this. Yep. If Josh the GM is picking and he has no names he just has countries no positions just countries of players available what what country are you picking from other than the obvious of canada uh the u.s sorry maybe give me a position breakdown give me like where are you picking a forward where are you picking a defenseman where are you picking a goalie from um 
Defenseman, it'd be nice. Okay, so I was actually going to ask a similar question to you. So I'll kind of, to me, there's a bit of a double answer to this. Okay. I always think of the league as well that they play in and the evaluation of talent. Definitely. So to me, like, if I'm going to draft, like, a Swede anywhere playing in Canada, like in the dub, the OHL, the Q, actually not so much the Q, the dub or the OHL, Swedish defenseman, that, that'd be ideal. Um, and then like the U S national team, like that thing, like for the underage kids, dude, like so many you good players come out of there. Yeah. I love that. Like I would take, I would take any position from the U S national team. Canadians that play in like the OHL all day long. You love that. Like the forward, kind of old school, yeah. like forwards that play in the OHL, dude. Holy fuck. Like they just. So what did you think of it when Austin Matthews went to go play in Zurich instead of minors or college? I was a little concerned, but he also played for the U.S. Under, team. underage team before he went and played in the Swiss League. Yeah. But I think the other thing is, is like the stats like in the OHL, like they're so inflated. Exactly. So like when players come out of like the Swedish Elite League, the the German League or like, uh, what's it? Not the K. Um, there's another one over in uh, Europe. Like what's a popular one? It's more Swedish, right? The Swedish league. Yeah, it's the SHL and the KHL. Those are kind of yeah, the like big... those are kind of the, like the SHL. Like I always forget, like those are like actual like grown men. Yeah. Like oh it's, yeah, it's, it's a men's league. Yeah, like it's a men's league opposed to like a junior league. So, yeah. like the talent that you go up against, your numbers aren't going to be inflated. Like it's, it's an interesting kind of phenomenon. Definitely. But like Russians though, like Russian defenders, like little nervous. Yeah. Little nervous. Yeah. Like Russian. Think of like who are some Russian defenders right Sergeyev? now? Sergachev. Sergeyev, okay. That's pretty nice. Who else are we looking at? I have like, a hard time. But like old ones, though, like Sergei Gonchar was Russian. Zubov action, maybe? Yeah, I'm Sergei just guessing. Zubov. I'm guessing right there. He might be a he might be a Czech. I'm not fully sure. But <sighs> um, but like Russian forwards, dude, like all fucking day long. Oh, Ivan Provorov, Nikita Zaitsev. Give me Dmitry Orlov, Nikita Zarov, Kulikov, Krastov. Yeah. But I mean, like even that, though, like when you, can, when you compare those defensemen to like you know, your Petrangelo's, dude. Give me the yeah, Swedes, like dude. Victor Hedman, yeah. Eric Carlson. You like got those everything, guys dude. don't even come close. Come on, man. So, yeah. I'm giving it to you right now. Give me a Swedish defenseman. Give me a Finnish goal, goalkeeper. And you know what? Fuck it. Give me a German forward. Give me a Leon Dreisaitl. Give me a modern-day German forward. We got Tim Stutzel, and we got Leon Dreisaitl coming out of there. German? He's German. Oh, I shit. think that's why Trebek and, and drafted him because I think Trebek's German too. Oh, okay. That's an Canadian German, thing. maybe. I don't I have no idea. Never knew. Trebek, do you think? Our insider, maybe. European, Western guy. Hi. Hi. Uh, Trebek? Is Trebek German? I don't know. Why would I know that? I don't know. You I'm, are, I'm Polish. <laughs> sorry, our Eastern European insider <laughs> source. No, he's probably American. All right. There you have it. Interesting. That's a fact. Okay. It's given let's to us move by, on. A, by a citizen of, of Europe. Brendan Dillon. Brendan so, Dillon, sing, signature on the paper. We love to see Brendan Dillon in we a We love Canucks, to see him come home. But, what a signing by the Canucks. But he's not. Ah, He's going to D.C. Fuck, dude. He's on a four-year, $15.6 million deal, which I don't know what the AAV is, but it's a Four-year, 15? Yeah. We're looking at about four. Yeah, we're looking at about three seven five. Yeah, like a yeah, like a high three, which yeah. is good. Trebek is Canadian. Put 
Okay. He, I think he's but asking the, name like the, Trebek, the origin, like, yeah, the origin of the yeah, last yeah. name. Does he have lineage in the Nimya? Does he look Nimyets. like fucking Ancestry.com? Right no. No. No, but he's he's European. They should know this. He True. was born in 1940. Holy fuck. Fuck, dude. Um, Alex Trebek is Alex Tre- old, man. Yeah. So, Brendan Dillon, great sign for the Caps, I'd yeah. say. Um, Overrated defenseman. I think they'll do great on their second pairing. Hello. Ukrainian. Ukrainian. There we go. Yeah. So, there was really... I'm kind of confused at his introduction into drafting him. Yeah. Other than the fact that he's he's awesome. I think it's probably just... And sick. his fight with cancer. I mean, like, he's... He's, he's a beauty. He's battling out there. So, Brendan Dillon, if you were to rate this contract, A being obviously a, a four pass, years at like th- at under four, you know what? He's an overrated defenseman at a good price. So, let's fucking do it. I'm going to say that's it. a B minus for the Cavs. Really? B minus. Yeah. A little bit of term. A yeah, a little bit of term. Bit of term. He's holding up the, the German three, 30 minutes. Yeah. I, three. So, there was also a bigger trade. Sorry, Hell yes, let's get into this one. Dude, Josh Anderson going to the Habs. Who won this trade, Josh? And Max Domi to the Jackets. Who won? Um, oh, Man, I've always loved Domi. Loved him. Yeah. And He's a type 1 diabetic, therefore, by association, I love him. I think Arizona got ripped. When they traded him for Galchenyuk, yeah, absolutely fleeced that fucking. Yeah, that sucks. was a John Chaka kind of trade right there. Yeah, smooth. Um, and now he, Josh Anderson. So I was talking to Jordan because again, insider, he loves this Twitter stuff. insider of Twitter rink. insider of sticking at J Camps. This guy's like a horse in the playoffs too. Like he's actually yeah. like unreal in the playoffs. Now for me, Montreal has to get there. Now what my question is though is why. Like, I thought, in my opinion, Domi fits so well in Montreal. On a scrappy Habs team. Uh, yeah. So why is why is Max Domi getting the Dougie Hamilton treatment? Yeah. Like, why is he being passed like, is around? Is there something going on? The like, fuck's going on, Like, dude? is there an attitude thing? He's being passed around like a pocket pussy on Blue Mountain State, dude. Now, let me ask you this. How tall is Josh Anderson? Probably like 6'2". Like, is he a big guy? <laughs> yeah, he's... He, He's a power forward. He is. He's old school Todd Bertuzzi. So it almost makes you think then, does it make sense for maybe Columbus is trying to get... Three. Sorry? 6'3". Holy and shit. 100 kilograms, whatever What that position is. does he play? Is he a center? Uh, he's a winger. He's a winger? Yeah. And Domi's a center. Uh, well, he, he was playing wing in, in Montreal. He wanted to play center. Right. But I think they were giving it to Drouin. Okay. I believe. So you look at Montreal, small team. So, no, notoriously small. So Anderson obviously adds some size. Yeah. Um, Who won this trade? I'm I'm saying Montreal. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I think I think <clears throat> Josh Andrew like Domi has proved that like he he can't be, you know, a number one. He can't be on the first line of a team. I don't think. Okay, I don't. And, I don't disagree with that. And when you look at Columbus's depth, yeah, I think Domi fits in nicely on like a second line. Like he's like a guy that like is going to do well on the second line for Columbus. Yeah, playing okay. against second line players and like second pairing defensemen. All I think right. that's where Domi's niche is. Like I don't think he's a he's a first line guy. I don't disagree with that. I like that take. Yeah, I'll subscribe. Okay. What about you? Who I'm going to say trade? Columbus won this trade. 
Uh, give you some stats here. I believe two years ago, Josh Anderson scored 28 goals, mm-hmm. a near 30 goal score. Yeah, he proceeded to dominate in the playoffs against Tampa Bay. Yeah, completely imposing his six foot three, two hundred and some odd pounds, two hundred twenty some odd pounds. I'm going to guess on upon the Tampa Bay Lightning. I believe Josh Anderson is more a product of his of his coaching. I think that okay. John Tortorella has been a great coach in Columbus. There's an asterisk there in Columbus, mm-hmm. and I think he's taking something out of those players that not a lot of coaches can get. And Claude Julian's a good coach, but I don't know if he's that kind of coach where he can motivate a power forward in that such a way. Mm-hmm. But I believe the reason that they will win this trade is, be- well, this year, sorry, the follow-up with that stat is that he only played about 28, 26 games this year due to injury. Yeah. Only had like two or three goals. Anderson did. Yeah, struggled. Struggled yeah. mightily. I don't know the details of it. How, how Was he playing hurt? Who knows? Yeah. Max Domi, though, him going to Tortorella, that's what I'm most excited for. See, that... It could be a bit of a risk for me. It could be. He might, John Tortorella might rip him to shreds and he might become an absolute enigma in this league and so, do nothing. I think the one thing that Tortorella does really well is he, he coaches young players like no tomorrow. Like he has coached Columbus, like a very young team, a very inexperienced team, and has taught them how to play a disciplined game of hockey. Yeah, because like when these kids, like even like Seth Jones, Zach Wierenski, guys who are brand new to the league, like all they want to do is score, score, score. But like I find that Tortorella is such a fundamental coach and just like such a hard nosed coach. Yeah. Um, but he'll go to bat for you any day of the week. But like that, the constant yelling, like those coaches, like they do well for like teams that haven't played together for a while. Yeah, because. Like for a young team like that, it can eventually start to just wear on you, like just mm-hmm. constantly getting ripped. And you're like, dude, like I've been in the league for like a long time. Like I I know how to play the game. Yeah. Whereas like young players, like what Columbus has, they don't really know what to expect when they come into the NHL. You know, so that's one of those things. So maybe it's a change of scenery. It could be for both of them. For for both. I mean, Josh Anderson needs a little bit of a reignition after that one year. Totally. So we'll see. It could work out. I think Montreal gets a good piece. I just in worry a big though, size body. I mean, like Domi or Domi is a big part of Montreal. Like the fan base love him. <clears throat> yeah. And same with Subban. And when you get traded to Montreal, and if you don't live up to the hype, you know, like even like when Shea Weber got traded, people were pissed that Subban was gone like Subban was a fan favorite like the city loved mm-hmm. him Carey Price loved him Carey Price loved him and Shea Weber regardless of how good he was in Nashville if he didn't pan out the fans would have eaten him alive yeah but he's still so good so if Anderson doesn't pan out in Montreal like mm. like the city can mm. erase you man like they can erase you yeah this might be a Mark Burge fan kind of but good on Bergevin, man. Like this I love guy is not. Moves, I love him as a GM. The fact that he is not afraid to move one of his biggest assets. Like I feel like asset is not in his vocabulary. Like no, yeah. any. Like I. Well, feel maybe like, that's what it is. It, they are assets. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like they're not even people. They're Untouchables just, is not in his category. No, Untouchable is not in his vocabulary. Yeah. So, what a, trade grade for? This overall, I'm giving this like an A plus. This is a splash for for both. For both, really? Okay. Yeah. I mean, Actually, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give the nod to Columbus here. 
I just feel like Actually, they- I'll give the nod to Montreal. I like this deal. Okay. okay. Yeah. Let's move on from there. So Oliver Ekman Larson talked about this last week. Um, there's officially been a deadline yeah. of when if Vancouver, Boston want to make a trade for him, it has to be done by Friday. The opening of free agency. The opening of free when agency. When have we seen this before? I don't a per, know. A person who's given. Wait, is that rhetorical or do you know? No, I don't know. Okay. So here I was thinking about this today because my take on Ekman Larson last episode was don't do it. He's old. Uh, his cap hit sucks. And, and that's fair. And that I still think that's a fair take. But is there that possibility that maybe he just needs a change of scenery? Like this guy's been with Arizona year in and year out. He's got, I find probably a losing mentality okay. in Arizona. Yeah. Do you think it's time that maybe like that veteran leadership is maybe something that the cannot like Ekman Larson is not like, how old is he? 32. I would say probably like 29, 30, 29, 30. This guy is technically in like the mid to last years of his prime. He has still got a lot in the tank. So do you think some true actual like veteran leadership on the blue line is what the Canucks need? Someone who's actually not too old like Edler yeah. to not contribute. Like Ekman Larson can still contribute to Vancouver. Definitely. I think it's just the price that he's coming at is the biggest issue for me. Yeah, and, and what I would say, he's 29. So, I mean, so this, the, the contract, is, we all know the contract is the biggest thing. And for me, it's not even the money because it sounds like it sounds like maneuvering around some things and really fire, like fucking packaging assets and putting sweeteners in deals to get rid of bigger contracts is a very doable thing mm-hmm. i don't like the prospect there's there's two big things i don't like about this deal that would happen is the term on the deal left and then the prospects we'd be giving up to get him right is that when like when you trade for a guy like oel he has a seven-year contract left so he's gonna be 36 by the time his contract's up our let's our proverbial window is probably Four. open is is open for the next I, at least five years? I would say, at yeah. least five years. I'm a big, I'm a generous guy. I'll give it long. I'm gonna say four. So let's, so even say, let's say four. Yeah. So you're telling me we've got OEL on a bad contract for three years, like after essentially when we're trying to retool slash rebuild again, right? Or like add and, and and rework this thing. Yeah, that is gonna be if 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 things aren't working out. That's going to be a bad contract to try and give up. And if you've already given up assets to originally get him, you're not going to have assets to then give like to then package him away. So you're going to be stuck with him. Does that make yeah. sense? Like true. Like you have you have these predetermined assets, these these rookies, these picks and stuff like that, and you can't give them away every year. No. And so in this year, if you decide to give them away now, not only do you not have those 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 prospects to kind of backfill your roster and give you rookie contracts but you also don't have trade pieces to get rid of other bad contracts because now you're using them to acquire a bad contract yeah so it really fucking handcuffs this team and i don't like it yeah i i think also at the same time like you know that take could be viewed as cynical like just like a negative thinking because like the positive thinking for me and again like i'm still kind of i'm don't get me wrong i'm still in the same boat as you like i, I don't very i get you wrong for me for me it's the money like yeah. it's it's solely about the money um just you know how long is this money good for 
basically. Yeah. Like how long until we're like, this is like, it's like a car until it's like a depreciating asset. Um, the minute you drive it out of the lot. Yeah, exactly. So the minute you press accept trade, <laughs> depreciating asset. So my thing is the the positive side is we, regardless of what we give up, if they're assets, if they're players, remember these are most likely unproven guys in the NHL who've never played a game in the NHL. We have no idea mm-hmm. what they're going to play like. And we also have no idea what, Ekman Larson is going to play like on Vancouver, but we know he can play in the NHL. We know he can play 20 minutes, big a minutes. Yeah. yeah. 20 to 25 minutes a night. He's been a captain of his team. So he's a leader, you know, like you, you pretty much know what you're going to get with Ekman Larson. Yeah. And when you put him on a better team like Vancouver than Arizona, someone who actually is more so entering that window to win opposed to Arizona, where they're just kind of like a, they're you know, in no man's bubble. land, dude. They're in a no man's land. Yeah. Like, like they're a no man's land team. And he's been there for so long where it's just like, you know, maybe he just needs to just leave yeah. and roll the dice. You know what? This Pull, is all. Because he might be the defense version of Taylor Hall. Could be. The losing mentality. It's contagious. Yeah. My last point on this is kind of an interesting one, and it's, it's out there. It's an out there take slash thought is one of the things that scares me about this Canucks team is that We've talked about this before. They've overachieved this year. And the expectation, think of all the young guys. They did. They overachieved. They yeah. made it. They almost made it to the conference final. They were one game away from the conference finals. Fact. That wasn't what we were supposed to do. But it was sweet. But it was sick. <clears throat> but it was dope. Yeah. <laughs> Loved every minute of it. Um, you however, know what? I would have said, sorry to I keep interrupting okay. you. Don't worry. I would have said go for the cup every fucking time this year because we didn't have a first round pick anyway. Yeah, fuck it. So dude. it wouldn't have fucking mattered. Yeah, like yeah, whatever. That's a that's a great take though. Seriously, yeah. like go for it. If we don't have a first round pick, dude, you should be going for the cup. Well, you should be going for the cup every year. We've yeah. had this talk before. <laughs> yeah. Um. So you know, picture the mind of of all the young guys in the Canucks: Patterson, Hughes, Besser, Horvat, all these guys. Yeah. So you come off this season, you go home, you unpack your mind, and you say, "Fuck yeah, we just built something great." You know, we exceeded expectations. Mm-hmm. We're really building something here. And I think in your mind, when you're thinking about next season, you're thinking, "Okay, like." We still aren't expected to win the cup. Yeah. Like, we got another chance to build on something. Like, you're not quite telling yourself, like, oh, shit, like, we need to come in here and win. Like, like think of the difference between the mindset of the Tampa Bay Lightning core this year and the Vancouver Canucks core this year. Right. Like, it's a very different mindset. It's, it's a group of guys coming in and almost with, like, a like a serious fuck you attitude of, like, it's, it's Stanley Cup or bust. Yeah. Compared to a Canucks team who are trying to be very careful and very delicate with mm-hmm. expectations. Mm-hmm. trying not to ruin like confidence or anything like that saying like you know what we're building we're building a team here we're building a program like you know what i mean like we're building this idea of a team throughout the next five seven years yeah i think with a trade like this what that does is the minute as a player you see that you first of all you're hyped mm-hmm. because you lo- every player loves getting better players on their team they love getting big names yeah on the the other side of the flip side of the coin is also, instantly, the same night, your expectations as a player for your own team have changed and yeah. for yourself individually have changed. Mm-hmm. Now, Brock Besser is now saying to himself, oh, fuck, I better come in and score some goals yeah. or else I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm for sure out of here. Yeah. And I might not get another job because if this team who has expectations needs me to perform, their I'm expectations are high and I'm out. Yeah. And it's for everyone. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if Demko gets the chance and he blows it, 
now our expectations were no longer just playoffs. Now because we have OEL, they were second round, third round. Yeah. So that kind of scares me, the, the jumping of expectations a bit. Yeah, and I think, though, also at the same time, it's just like, you know, Vancouver, when are we actually going to take that next step? And, like, obviously this this year I thought they did. Yeah, they They too. took a step, 100%. They took a step forward. And, you know, it's it's that next step, right? You got to sure. learn to walk before you can run. And it seems like Vancouver right now, like, if they do make this deal, like, they're they're going for a jog and they're gonna start fucking sprinting here any minute, yeah, any minute because definitely. like you know who knows what the makeup of this team is gonna look like on a on a cap strap team regardless of if you have Ekman Larson or not this team is gonna be handcuffed here pretty soon true in like two two three years yeah so like if they're gonna win like and they want to keep this core together you know maybe that's something that you need to look into definitely and the blue line it starts with the blue line yeah. I think everything up front. If if you're confident in your top six, and you're just trying to add to your bottom six, that I think that's a pretty good situation to be in. But right now, like for me, like you have one solid defenseman, give him a number two. It's the same thing we've always said about the Leafs: give Riley someone to fucking work with. Yeah, and they did. Give him anyone. Yeah, they gave him fucking Jake Muzzin. He's doing well. They tried to give him Tyson Berry. Didn't really pan out. But would have been a great idea though. But nonetheless, like it's a good thought. Yeah. So anyway, we can move on. Definitely, we can. We will. To our last segment, let's incorporate Raffy Taffy into this episode. Love that. Um, goats and Woats, boys. So last episode, Goats and Woats of summer. We are now in the fall season. We are fall guys. If I have, I'll a- take the fall for the boys anytime. I'm just putting that out there. Hey, I'll, I'll be the I fall. Went. I'll be the fall guy. Really? Hundred percent under the bus. Yeah. Dude, I'll do anything for the pod. Yeah, that's so sus. Cut him. Wow. Sick, dude. I'm trying to be, <laughs> trying to be real here. I don't know if you'd ever be in the situation where you'd need to take the fall. Because the minute I'm like rob a bank, you're like, yo, I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sick. But you know what? Though you drive such a generic car, no one would ever find us. It's so true. It's a dude. gray Honda Civic. Yeah, good luck finding that. <laughs> And no hubcaps, though. Look for that silver Honda Civic. No hubcap in the city. That's me. Yeah. Sticking ring. I might brand it. So Vinyl stickers all over. This Goats and Moats segment, best and worst Halloween costumes. Love this. Now, we should keep in mind that these are not, there's going to be some personal touch, at least from myself. Yeah. Uh, or just Halloween costumes that we've always thought were cool. And then obviously ones that we think are just shit that you should not wear. So I kicked this off last week, so we're going to throw it over to Raph That's for right. this week. Uh, yeah, cool. Uh, welcome back, Raffle. Thank yeah, you. welcome back. Thank yeah. you, thank you, thank you. Our German, Polish, European correspondent. Yep. Thank you. All the way from Poland. Um, <laughs> my top costume that I... Per- so I did this one as a kid, and to this day, it's still my favorite costume I've ever done. I think it was like two or three or something like i was little i went as blue from blues clues that's sick it was so dope <laughs> that's sick dude it's actually such a rad fucking costume. back when you were okay. like 12 what when you were 12 no and i was like two or three i okay, was six, really six, little six, test, yeah, yeah. i actually want to see a photo of that i bet you were fucking adorable i'll see if yeah, i can he was, find it he was an adorable kid too yeah, he's so still adorable fair. now dude Are you his photos do back when like we were in the prime of facebook <laughs> when facebook was big in like high school for us yeah 
George, Raph would just post these fire like new profile pictures, and it'd be like he'd have his little his little sister on with him too, and it's like, dude, that's not fair. Yeah, dude, that's chick magnet material. Yeah, that was one time. Great, yeah, I know, but how many how many likes did you get? You got like a hundred or something. I don't know. That's dude. huge in high school. You got like Kylie Jenner bikini pic level <laughs> interest on that photo. That's dope. Okay, right, Elijah. Uh, my first pick, the one, the only Scooby motherfucking do. Literally the best one. I used to. I think I dressed up as as Scooby Doo five years in a row when I was a kid. Dude, you know what's actually just had the fucked. costume going. Can we just quickly jump to mine because I'm gonna follow suit here. My first one. I'll show it to you on my phone. I want. I Make love it. how we all went as dogs. Yes, bro. three I, dogs, dude. Clifford, I, dude. I went as D- a Dalmatian for three fucking years. <laughs> like I had like so the full, and like it wasn't like face paint. It was literally just like a Dalmatian like sweatsuit with like the hood. Yeah. I was a Dalmatian, and I would wear it around the house. It was, like, one of my favorite costumes. It was so comfy. How old were you? Uh, I was, like, grade one, two, three. Okay, so little, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this was, like, last year. Yeah, I was going to say, I could see that. (laughs) We should get him, like, a sexy Dalmatian I actually loved how we all said dogs. That's actually, like, as soon as Rass had Blues Clues, I'm like, fuck, I got a dog, too. And then you said (laughs) Scooby-Doo, I'm like, motherfucker. That's a sick. (laughs) It was meant Uh, to be. Hell to the, yeah. My next one, Goose from Top Gun. You're my eyes, Goose. Yeah, that was the that is just a dope. Like I just love like the top the what's it called the Top Gun like flight suits and everything. I just think it's I think it's a classic fucking uh, rad costume. All right, shitty moment for Elijah. Never seen Top Gun. Uh, kind of know the characters yeah, though. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is not Goose. Tom Cruise is Maverick. Maverick. Yeah. And and whenever people dress up as Maverick, that's always like the slick back aviator look. Uh, yeah, goose. is that like in the green jumpsuit with like the aviators? I think Tom, Tom, Tom Cruise is the cl- Tom Cruise is clean shaven. Goose had a mustache. <clears throat> okay, do they both wear aviators? Because uh, they're aviation so, yeah. guys. Okay, is that why? Is that why they're called aviators? Yes. Yeah, because aviation guys wear them. Well, yeah. no, it's because yeah, like World War II pilots would wear them. Why? It was just like sunglasses back then. Like yeah. that's what that's it was. So dope. Have you dude. ever seen any dude? Like my goal as a kid was to truly find like a tr- like. A pair of like flat aviator, like true aviators, like just flat glasses. Like they're so sick. Like this I guy would, would be going to like World War Two like memorials, and he'd just be like, "Yo, bro, like how much? <laughs> how much for them?" Dude, like, flat just, like a casual like marine would just wear like fucking blue jeans, white t shirt, and aviators and dog tags. Sick. Costume. That is a look. That is a. Look. That's a vibe right there. You do that now, oh money. I um. <laughs> My my next one, my next pick here. Um, oh, I wonder if I should say this one. I'm not going to. I'm going to bring it up in discussion. After. No. Um, I love the gangster look, dude. I love the the like English gangster. So kind of like, um, like not mobster, yeah, mobster kind of like when you dress up in like a little bit of a suit and the the old timer hat. Mm. You know the mobster look? Yeah, like an Al Capone look. Yeah, like an Al like Capone. Man look. I love the checkered too. Me, me and Megan are planning something this year. If there's any kind of Halloween activity, maybe not. Maybe we'll just dress up at home if we want to. I think you're thinking of pinstripe, not checkered. Yeah, pinstripe suits. Uh, there's sometimes there's flannel too. With like the vest. No, sorry, the American gangsters. Yeah, you're right. It's all pinstripes. Yeah, 100%. And like the hat. I was. We were kind of going like on the fedora. When recently, he said, when he said American gangster, I was just immediately going to make an Eminem eight mile joke. <laughs> <laughs> like, like triple XL shirt. Yeah. I'm like, are you going to go with vanilla ice this year? Like, what's the plan? We were thinking more like a Peaky Blinders kind of kind of look. Yeah. Okay. So that's like. 
that's like a little bit of flannel. Like, yeah, you know, and like, like with the uh, with the stopwatch thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah that looks the, badass, yeah, that's dude. Pretty dope. And I, I might have to sacrifice some of the hair for it. I may have to sh- clean shave the sides. Yeah, and go for it. I, I like know. it. I don't know, man. Okay, uh, my next one, dude. I went as Austin Powers one year. Oh baby, <laughs> <laughs> yeah baby, yeah baby. Yeah. How old were you? Oh dude, I that's was the first grade, question with every costume. I need to I was figure out the vibe. Five or six, so I still <laughs> have my long hair. Yeah. but I went to Value <laughs> Village, boys. That's so gross. I went to Value Village, and me and my mom found this like blue velvet suit. Oh, and then I got like a ruffled white shirt, yeah. and like I got like one of those like shitty costume like things that like girls put like on the back of their hair for like a princess costume put that out as chest hair <laughs> and then a little uh like just like a set of like ugly like troll teeth and, yeah. I, and I got a pair of glasses and I went as awesome powers <laughs> it was sick did you have a foxy Cleopatra with you or no I didn't oh. ah. I didn't I didn't damn did you go up to the teacher oh. hey I'm gonna make you ready dude, baby the, dude I remember the <laughs> teacher like Josh, the teachers loved test. it but Austin Powers to this day is one of my favorite movies of all time he's hilarious good, all three of them yeah. they're great like International Man of Mystery which one's the best the spy who shagged me yeah, yeah, easily yeah. solid. Yeah. Plus, the girl that plays, uh, what's her name? Felicity. She she was also in The Hangover, first one. <laughs> like rocket. <laughs> She's a little older now, but back then, but mm, <laughs> early two thousands. <laughs> oh baby. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my last one is kind of a oh, generic. <laughs> oh, yellow, yellow card. Yellow dude. card. Dude. Yellow sauce, card. Sauce, sauce, sauce. Uh, my last one is. I feel like this is gonna be one of Elijah's goats. Or sorry, Wotes. Uh, but your bar of soap costume. Yeah. <laughs> Elijah, and it was, okay, so Elijah went as a bar of soap. And it wasn't the this first like year five that years did ago. it. This is four or five years ago. First did it. This is two years ago, maybe. Three years ago, at <laughs> least. Two years ago. Three years ago, Two years ago. You, you wore a bar of soap costume. And it was funny because it's like, oh, Megan was a loofah. It's like, oh, a couple's costume. But my favorite thing is that you reused that bar of soap costume the next year. And it's like a white bar of soap. And you could tell that you had a rough night the first year because the second year when you wore it, it was all dirty. <laughs> I just went around saying, so like, dirty bars. So. <laughs> and Megan didn't do the loofah costume again. So you're, you're a bar of soap walking Dude. around with what's-her-name from Greece. She fucking hates that story because... So we, we had a pretty low-key Halloween that year, but yeah, me going into Halloween and like we're thinking about what to do. We're going to hang with our friends at a small little party. And she was like, what are we doing for costumes? And she, I was like, of course, I have no plan. And she was like, okay, like I got something in mind. And she started doing something. And she like she was um, from fucking... Sandy? She was Sandy. Yeah, and I was supposed to be whatever his face is. Danny Zuko? I was supposed to be Danny. <laughs> and like I just I eventually... I'd to see you in tight leather pants. I think like... <laughs> From there Those was a point where it was like no it was chance. too late. There was no chance I was going out to get any of this these clothes, and I was no like, chance, I'm not dude. doing it. No chance. And so I throw Every step he takes. Fuck you, you guys! I'm talking. <laughs> Fucking Danny, I'm talking. So I throw on the bar of soap. We head out. She's already pissed because now she's just Sandy. Like who just dresses up as Sandy? <laughs> like, where's Danny? Like Danny didn't get fully changed. Yeah. Like, but we get to the party and like people are asking. Like I think one of our friends' girlfriends came up and said like. Oh, why didn't you dress up? And she's like, and then I was getting comments like, yo, I love the soap. <laughs> love the bar of soap. And she's like, fuck you. Like, you literally put on the same costume as last. It's like literally putting on a shirt. There's nothing to it. It's a big piece of styrofoam that says soap on it. That's sick. So yeah. She hates that so story through and through. Um, my next one. Or oh, my yellow one. card. Why? 
Because that was my goat. What? No, I that it was, was his last. That vote. was my goat. No, that I was his. It. it was confusing. Even I was confused for a second there. Oh yeah. <laughs> so many yellows going on tonight. He's getting ejected today. My my next my last. Pick Should we is make kind a rule of, that if you get two yellow cards and you get a red, you get ejected and don't get to finish? Yeah, sure. That's a perfect Sick. rule. Sure. So I haven't. We both have. Fuck. My first. So my last pick is. Now I'm on edge. I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm, uh, I'm just not gonna talk. Tension builds. We still haven't really confirmed. We haven't really like established what de- what determines a yellow card. But I think I feel like Raft's just gonna try and get like all hot and bothered and hand them out now. No, no. If you just skip or go, and then okay. eventually when we both get tossed, it'll just be him doing his goats and woats, and we can't say shit. <laughs> I, got mono- I get a monologue. <laughs> <laughs> um, so last pick. Sorry, very generic, but any kind of like onesie costume. Like I just like shout out. Pretty much like to anyone that wore, wears a onesie, but also like when girls don't go the slutty road with the costume and they go like not ugly with it, but like kind of like, you know yeah. what I'm talking about? Like a full onesie and it's just like, I don't know, you're like a penguin or something. I love those. They're so like wholesome. <laughs> goes a penguin. Like just a full onesie penguin. It so, looks dope. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's like right. That. Don't hate. Uh, my last woe or goat is... I went as a garden gnome one year. <laughs> it was pretty sick. You got some I, sweet Halloween costumes, dude. dude, dude I had like a like I literally got like a piece of like red poster paper Fuck. and just rolled it up in like a cone, taped it, and stuck it on my head. And I had like a brown beard and like I had overalls and like knee high socks and like uh, like elf shoes. And I'm like I wasn't gnome. <laughs> it's pretty dope, dude. How many how many guys are in our friend group? Real quick here. About. 13 no guys only eight. i'm trying to think of Maybe everybody six to nine eight. we should do seven the seven dwarves one one halloween oh the fuck is gonna be snow white we can cross I, that bridge when we get i there. could be snow we white. can hire an no. escort i don't, I don't mind could dressing be, up as a girl this could be a great <laughs> chance to hire an escort for like good reasons dude honorable yeah, mention honorable uh, mention though i went as an emoji last year i got a black morph suit and a smiley face Honor, honorable me- oh i remember that <laughs> second i couldn't see yeah. <laughs> honorable mention see. i love the whole uh the whole bank robber halloween costume really i think like it's the so bla- traditional black and white no just like with the suit and then just like some sort of mask or something like that and like the blue latex gloves okay mm. i think that's so dope okay. for whatever okay. reason I, like okay. that. I had i had santa kind of ri- like at the beginning of um what's it called the dark knight when the Joker and the oh, guys are yes. robbing the bank, yes, 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 yes. yeah. I um, I had okay. Santa written down on my on my goats because I, I'm questioning why does no one ever dress up as like Christmas things for Halloween? Have you ever seen the movie? Uh, what's it called? The Nightmare Before Christmas? No. You know what right. would be another do funny people do costume? It? No, it's it's like a it's like an old like claymation movie that's um. I've heard of it. I've never seen it. It's like when like Halloween creatures uh, what's it called? Experience Christmas for lack of a better term for like a really short shotgun. Well, there you go. Yeah. See, like, I, I'm kind of puzzled. I think, like, a nice little, like, sexy Santa Claus would be nice. You know what would be fucking be hilarious? Cool. Is if, for a boy's costume, Elijah goes as Gru, and we all dress up as minions. <laughs> That'd be fucking hilarious. <laughs> I'd have to get the, the voice down hard. It's a hard one. Yeah. Okay, quotes, Raph. Wokers. Um... I absolutely, with a fucking passion, hate uh, the purge mask costume. Oh, yeah, where every single year it's like people dress up with like, like there's cool purge masks. Like, don't get me wrong. Like in uh, what's called election year and all that kind of stuff. There were some pretty dope ones. They're all but, president, aren't they? All president. But like the yeah. traditional one. Like, but like the traditional the one with like, yeah, with, with the like smiley the face, face like and the smiley. And people yep. just wear like whatever. Yeah, it's just, it's, yeah. 
I think it's sick. You found a mask. I'm going to take it a step further. I wrote down all masks. I fucking hate masks. Stop wearing a fucking mask. But there's so many like traditional like Halloween masks. No, Michael Myers. I hate him, dude. Scream. I hate him. Jason. Yeah, I just don't. So calm, no, though. dude. Like, yeah, back boring. in elementary school, when someone yeah, just scream, like, like, come on, dude. They, like, had the, they had the little blood pump down by their hand. Like, shut up. I agree with you. The blood pump was fucking stupid. Yeah. But they're cla- they're at the end of the day, they're classic. Yeah, true. Yeah, uh, like anything to do with masks, dude. Yeah. I don't like it. Like, okay, show me your actual facial features and show me how you modified them and how you made them made okay. them part of the costume. Okay. Is it my turn? Correct. Yes. Okay, sick. I want to get flagged here. Um. Dude, any athlete costume, dude. Like when guys goes like football players or basketball players, I'm like, you're really? Or all you're wearing, dude, is gym gear to school. Dude, don't tell <laughs> like, me that. I partied with Ronaldo and Wayne Rooney one year. That's so <laughs> stupid. Like all you're so. doing is you're just throwing on a fucking jersey and calling it a day. Like there's no creativity. Yeah. It's like yeah, you Kinda get true. we get it. You play soccer, but instead of wearing your team jersey, you're literally just wearing like your favorite soccer player's jersey. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're this is true. You look nothing like the guy. I like the football idea though. I think that's just funny. Because football equipment fo- looks funny. I went as a football player one year. There you go. You hate it on yourself, but no, it's kind of cool. I, yeah, and I was going to put that as a woat. I'm just like, I hated that costume. Uh, I wore I, cleats and everything. Oh, I just oh. ate shit multiple You two going down the stairs. Yeah, it was, oh, boy. It, it was dangerous. <laughs> I fucking hate cat costumes. Oh, that was mine. God yeah. damn it. It's just, it goes back to the concept of like the, of like the sports, There's like the no athlete. There's no effort to it. It's so easy. Like, look, you we get, like, if you want to dress, all you yeah. fucking did was dress the exact same way you did in fucking the summer with all black and boots. Yeah. You still look like a hoe, but this time <laughs> you took your eyeliner and you just did three lines on your face and put a fucking headband and taped cat ears and you're like, I'm a cat. And you're like, no, you're not. Jenny, you literally look like you did just with that. Like I could be a cat if I wanted, but you know what? But have you ever said to someone like, have this, you is, ever, "This is Raph's woat"? But like, what I about digress. like when you go to school and like there's a bunch of people who didn't dress up and like maybe you're talking to them and you're like, "Yo, why don't you dress up?" And like, oh, I can think of You could have just gone as a cat. Like I've said that before. That's lame. I've said that. It's better than nothing. You know what? I would much rather them just not dress up. Oh, okay. Poor Jenny, dude. She just tried to dress up with something. Oh my god. Whatever. Anyway. Raph, do you have anything to add on to your woat? Sorry, I no, stole your thunder. No, I'm, uh, that's all I got. Okay. Uh, it's me? Yeah. Fucking Fortnite costumes. I've never Done seen with one. It. I've never seen one. I know. It's going to be the first year. I was in a Halloween store today, and they had a whole section dedicated <laughs> to Fortnite costumes. I'm pretty sure they had them last year. If... Well, this is the first year that I, dude, I thought I went to Halloween store. Could we not go as Fortnite guys and just do dude, funny actually, dances all night? That'd be no. Fucking we could go as uh, we could go as the fucking the little the, the Fortnite bears. Do you remember those ones? Like the team cut a leader and everything. I don't think this so. was not the, the way the world was supposed to go. Hold on. Oh, we weren't supposed to vibe out to Fortnite costumes. But could you imagine though? No, us, dude. Like, we're gonna three in a line doing a synchronized dance of like, like you know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of funny. That'd be kind of hilarious. We can dress up as furries. <laughs> but we definitely could. What? Sorry. What would happen is if there was a Halloween this year, you'd see a bunch of like 10-year-olds to 16-year-olds running around in fucking Fortnite costumes. And they would go out of their way to say, hey, dude, you look like you suck at Fortnite, you old piece of shit. Yeah. And that would be us. You okay. just start flossing at them until, until, he, until he fucks off. They, dude, young <laughs> hips. They're flossing twice as fast as Fact. you. Okay. Um... Well, mine was a kitty cat, so I'm going to throw it back to you. No backup pick? Huh? No, no backup? backup? I don't have an honorable mention. That's fine. But I do have, like, I can go with my last one. Yeah. Like, yeah. I have the third one. Yeah. yeah. Go for it. 
<laughs> the Sandy and Danny costume. Oh, <laughs> Suck that, on that, Megan. That and fucking um. Oh, what is it? Um. Uh. What the you fuck? can do it. Lola Bunny and Bugs Bunny. Oh, like, I was gonna ask so you that when you said stupid. Sports. I kind of like. What it. about like Archie and Veronica? Never seen that one before. But like ginger kids don't really like to go as Archie, I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they like to take a break from the whole redhead thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like unless you're going as like a carrot top or something on crack, like that'd be a pretty good one. But <laughs> yeah, no, Dan Danny and Sandy is just like sick, dude. Again, kind of goes back to the no offense on Megan. Megan, if you're listening, I'm sorry. She killed it too. Her, her motives, I guarantee, are not what uh what I'm about to say, but Girls just want to dress up in fucking like tight leather fucking pants and just like for Colin, a reason. Colin they bought them two, hoe, three years ago. They were gonna wear them out on another night, and they're like, ah, you know what? It's a little too extra. I'm not yeah. going to. Halloween rolls around. Fucking Danny and Sandy coming at you. So cool. that's just me. I haters I, gonna hate Megan. Don't worry. I really strongly dislike inflatable costumes. <laughs> mm. about, I think like, they were giant inflatable, like the giant sumo. The sumo, the dinosaur, the dick. I thought they were funny, like when we first saw them. <laughs> the dinosaur ones kill me. But now it's just like you're just like in the way all the time. Like you can't go in into any like any like crowded rooms without bumping into somebody or knocking someone fucking over. Like everybody does it. It's kind of like the backup costume when you don't have a costume, and then they're fucking expensive. Yep. Yeah, dude. All Very these costumes true. we're talking about, like the Halloween store, that's like cheap little China knockoff stuff. It's like eighty dollars a costume. Yeah, really. They're making bank. Yeah. Uh, my last pick is the Princess Peach costume. Um, when I was a kid, no, sorry, when I was not a kid. <laughs> nice try, Elijah. I was in like grade 10. Uh, had my first girlfriend ever. Um, and we were going to a Halloween party. And my sister had some like princess dresses at home, like some like like Halloween costumes. And I was like, fuck yeah. it, I don't know how one. This would be kind of funny. I'll throw it on. No one laughed. Like, I think everyone just thought I was like a cross dresser. <laughs> And it was so <laughs> awkward. Like, I was grade 10, super awkward already. It was at a church, so, like, most people are already awkward as it is. It was, like, one of those, like, outdoor, like, family fun time things. You cross-dressed like, at a church <laughs> Halloween party. So, like, you can imagine, like, I'm a kind of guy, like, I'll do stupid shit, but I'm kind of hoping someone laughs, because if not, like, it's not that cool. Like, yeah, otherwise nothing you're, to fall back on. Because then at that point, you're just having, like, a casual barbecue, and you're just, like, gonna go get your hamburger. Yeah, you're like, oh, fucking forgot my crown over there. I gotta and go the get pastor's it. just looking at you, like, I'll see you in confession in <laughs> 15 minutes. Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of scarred in my mind. Thought I hit a home run there with that one. Not many laughs whatsoever. That's funny. I think if you did that now, like... Yeah, she broke up with me a couple of weeks after that. No, she didn't. <laughs> she actually... Probably. I don't oh, remember well what the timing was. That's but. too funny. Okay. That was my... Yeah. Well, I only had two. Well, we could give me a yellow card for that, but... Is that it? Is that it? Dude, I think he, that's it. Dude, Dude, just came. The boys are tired. Yeah. Well, hey, this next episode coming after this one. Free Agent Frenzy. Free Agent Frenzy. Tyler Toffoli will probably not be a Canuck. We didn't get to talk about that today, but... I mean, we'll get to have the final say come Sunday. If you were to give me a percentage, Toffoli is a Canuck, give me a percentage that he likely signs with the Canucks. 12%. 12%. Jacob Markstrom. 65. Jesus. Yeah. A whole lot of faith. Dude, it sounded sounded like both of them are going to go test the market. Well, yeah, but how can they not? They're UFAs. Well, you sign before the, the market opens. 
Yeah, they've both they've both said they want to stay in Vancouver. So I mean, right when you say that, that kind of insinuates that you want to stay and you want to sign now. Yeah. So sign now. I also think at the same time, like Vancouver probably fucking lowballed the shit out of both of them. Yeah. As they should have because they have no fucking money. And it's flat cap as foot. Yeah. Episode eighty eight in your books, in our books. Remember, always keep a stick in the rink. Oh, harder, baby.